West West Show. West West Show. You are now listening to Empty Out the Clip. Right. Welcome everybody to another episode of the EOTC, the Empty Up the Clip podcast. I'm here with my boys, Ave. What's up, Eric? Hey, Lady. What's up, boys? <laughs> good, good to be back in the studio, boys, with all you guys <laughs> here. Yeah, huh? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> been a long minute. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Brownies by a Brownie. New, new startup. If you guys are into brownies, um, check out Brownies by a Brownie on Instagram. And uh, just check out the, the l- delicious brownies they have on offer. Support your local. It's a, it's a West Auckland startup. Uh, all the details are on their Instagram page. That's brownies by a brownie. We, we actually got some in the studio here. And we'll, we'll, we'll check them out for you guys firsthand on our food review segment <laughs> later on on the show. But uh, first things first, boys. Let's do some shout outs. So wanna um yeah I'll start it off. Uh just a big shout out to my to my daughter out in um Sydney Duneside. Um today's her sixteenth birthday. Uh, she managed to have a little chat over her last night. Um just happy birthday, Ty, if you're listening. Ty Jamie. Uh hope you have an awesome and amazing had an awesome and amazing um sixteenth birthday today. Um well, sixteen years. Damn. Yeah. Happy birthday, baby. Uh, uh shout out to my also Va. Um, it was his first time to Samoa. He recently came back. He's in his um probably probably early forties. So it was like really he had a really good experience first time in Samoa. So we had a good talk about that. Uh, another shout out to um my daughter. She did a performance with her class on Friday at uh, Kelston Intermediate. For the Samoan language week, nice. So it was pretty, pretty mean. The school's crazy, man. The thing I noticed about it was the there was heaps of um Polynesian teachers. Eh? There, like uh, the majority of the teachers there were Polynesian. So it was, it was for me that's different because you know we, how we were brought up. We were in the school with no Polynesian, all Polynesian <laughs> teachers. But I went to her school and they had cool ass Polynesian teachers. <laughs> so we were waiting before we got there because me and Dad went. Um, we were because we were too early, so we were waiting outside the hall. I think they saw us standing outside, so they said, "Oh, come in the lunchroom." So my dad made himself a cup of tea. We we're just sitting there waiting until to go in, and I was, I was looking around, and all I could see were <laughs> Polynesian uh, teachers. <laughs> it was so cool. It's different, di- a different atmosphere. So yeah, no. Nah, so yeah, just um, my daughter did really um, she's not shy at all, eh, with this um performance on stage and stuff. So I don't know where it's gonna go, but yeah, I want to try and encourage her more. So yeah, nice, mean man, mean man. That's good, man. Brown on brown schools like that. Yeah, that's, that's what we need, man. But it was really felt different, but cool. <laughs> it was funny too because one of the one of the tutors, he was like old school someone like your guys' dads. Like I when I was young, when I saw your dad in it or Rocky's dad, oh, yeah. he, he was like that. And he was like telling the kids off. <laughs> I was cracking up laughing. <laughs> Fun. 
Uh, my shout outs to you. I got a massive list, man. But shout out to you guys, man. It's been a minute since we've been um, together. Um, yeah, my annual leave was pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my first shout out is to um, the McCarthy family, to our also um, June's lost his grandpa during the weekend. Um, condolences to you guys. Um, also to the bro Lorenzo Kaisara, who's running for local MP over um, the local board in Otara. Gummer's putting in the work, man, as well as producing. He's um he actually emceed Mr. T's concert. Mr. T flew in last week. He had a poor fitty done for him. And man, God is legendary, yeah, because he like dropped his album about twenty years ago when he split from um Sipso and that. He came back, he had his um concert at um Browns Road. I think that's the nipple courts. But yeah, Lorenzo was um on stage doing his thing. It was just crack up. Hey, I was watching that live from Semi Artours um live on the side. So didn't have to leave home, but yeah, got the full um atmosphere. <laughs> crack up. And shout out to that security, man. That was the most beloved security I've ever seen. Like <laughs> hold, trying to hold hands like this. While all fifty of those Samoan ladies were in the front, man. And if you can imagine Samoan ladies with their curves all still bigger than security was just by there seeing their breakthrough. One of them ended up on stage and I was cracking <laughs> up and Lorenzo was like, Come on boys, get them off, get them off. Shadows. <laughs> and um to all the family on the network man and switching to the Oost Cams. Less two hundred episodes last week. Friday, man. So yeah, as a as a front runner of leading the way of podcasting out in West <coughs> Auckland and pretty much in Auckland itself. So the Oost less is two hundred episodes and massive congratulations to the bro. And another one is to my nephew Mace. He competed in his um his cousin's squash tournament today. They played third overall. Um, there's the Henderson Squash Club, so congrats, Mason. He's actually got an event coming up. It's a fundraiser for the top eight um, New Zealand squash men's players. And that's an event going to be held out west as well. So if you're looking for tickets, it's called the Squash Royale on the 16th of June. Um, get it. The Henderson Squash Club will hit Mason up personally at um, Mason Smiles on Facebook. And my last one's to, um, to my son, my son, Kyan. He turned 16 last week and he got baptised yesterday. So oh, nice. it's old enough so- to understand. His um his calling. So now I was really stoked to um have that yesterday. I took a um annual leave on Friday, so I don't go back until Wednesday night. So yeah, it was good to um have a few um a few old faces from church. And I only go on for the for the one in a lifetime. <laughs> what they called, like once a year annual sort of sharing feature faces ones. Yeah, and then to our um beautiful country, man, Samoa, our independence, sixty one years. It's a massive feat, man. I don't think people realise the the magnitude and how powerful us being independent as we're shown around the world, man. We're capable of doing anything and everything, just like the horses leading the way, even though New South Wales didn't go um, <laughs> do a favour by um, jacking the game. I like to call it jacking the game because their team on paper was Mako Alelie. But yeah, shout out to Willie Mason for wearing his um, Marines gear and shout out to the Oost, the uh, Tongan Polo for letting me flex this beautiful hoodie I'm wearing tonight. <laughs> I didn't even wear it on game day, so I wanted to bill it, bill it so I could wear it tonight. Man, <laughs> that's a mean hoodie. That's mean. But that's my list of shout outs, man. It's been a minute, eh? <laughs> so let's. Man, I just want to shout out to all the listeners out there that listen to the Whispers Network, all the podcasts on the Whispers Network. I've got Scoop back on 135, into out the clip, channel 135, and. Late Returns Film Review, 135 Footy Show, The Counter Rock. Man, we got... Go go to our website, man. www.westwestnet.com and just check it all out. Check all our articles. Sh- sh- shout outs to George and Simon for 
for showing their uh their just say man he had a bang on the writing skills anyone wants to play some bit say with the intel or what's happening with the teams and the culture and with the morale and the motivation to win this day i can hit up the boys on the gunner rack man that's how you Man, it's been awesome to see man all the creativity coming through and then the podcast everyone doing the podcast has been it's been great man and you know this is what it's all about man us coming together and, and doing this for everyone out there especially for the people out west Auckland, where we're from where we grew up but you know for everyone else out there special shout out to um Filippo as well he's been jumping in the empty out the clip facebook group page and putting up some posts for us to discuss you know encourage everyone to do the same like just jump on man don't, don't be shy you want us to talk about something woo woo just throw it up so yeah man just thanks for everybody to putting their hands in and doing that everything so thank you thanks boys thank you all right let's go around how how's your week been Alps. um sorry i'm a bit sleepy uh, tonight now take a break break from last week (laughs) Um, oh okay yeah um so okay let's we'll go back a week um so last week I uh, I uh, participated with one of the the uh, the girls down there. Um, lots shout out to lots um, for our throwdown down at uh, the, our gym we go to local gym Westside Fitness. Um, so it's so funny because because um, my cousin my cousin and um, her friends uh, there's a group of them that support like they support me and they support the gym they come to the gym so they put up um a snippet of um of uh because they i don't know on online they could they were posting up um after every heat they'll post up um like you know uh who's the front runner like who's coming first in that so and then because then my cousin she put on it because we got a chat right she put on the chat she goes cuz are you guys coming first and then she put it on the um she took the screenshot put it on the chat and i looked at it and i'm like oh my gosh and then i thought hey we must be because um because it said 10 points 10 points a so i'm like oh, we got 10 points in the first hit damn you know well you know we're doing amazing yeah we're doing five, we might have a chance but to find out that ten points means tenth place, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I didn't click oh, until shit. after like Is that oh, about 140 the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 140 people now. So uh, we're coming tenth place, you know, out of ten teams, hey, but you know, it's the morale of um just jumping in there. Now nah, it was a mean it was a mean day. Shout out to Geordie, bro. Uh Westside Fitness, mean setup. Um yeah, I forgot um I didn't realize, like, I had a moment of, like, you know, just before we started the, the first exercise, the first drills, I had a moment, I'm like, I didn't envision that, because I didn't think people at 7.30 in the morning, I didn't think people were going to be there to watch you, you know, watch the heats, man, it was jam-packed, and it was the, you know, the first heat, and I was like, okay, I didn't, I just thought it was just going to be me and Lox, so we're just going to do our workout, you know, <laughs> But yeah, I didn't, I didn't envision it, and it's sort of good that way because that would have, I mean, it blocked out all my nervousness from, and you know, from the build up because I would have, yeah, I would have like, you know, <laughs> reverse, reverse back out, man. Nah, but nah. Overall, it was a mean day. Shout out to everyone that um jumped in. It was funny because most of the people, because there were two grades, gold and silver. Most of the people that could have um that jumped down the silver, I mean went to silver, they could have done the gold, man, you know. 
But I think, hey, oh, I mean, I was like keen to do the um the bronze, <laughs> jump on the bronze section, but nah, that was a mean day. Um, shout out Jordy to the coaches, um, Benji, Skivy, Joe. That was a mean setup. Yeah, nah, it was a mean day. <laughs> and you're just recovering the whole week now. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> after that, and then after that weekend, I went, I jumped on, I jumped on night shift. So night shift, man, that was my first. First week of Graves, um, definitely <laughs> haven't been on Graves in years. I used to do Graves years ago. Um, change yeah, the sleeping pattern, eh? Yeah, I, yeah, definitely changed. Um, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, that's why I'm feeling a bit low energy. But hey, it doesn't matter. We've got these amazing <laughs> brownies by brownies, brownies over here. Man, my brownie man, they're looking pretty sexy right now. Man, they're looking sexy right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> People could see Ave's eyes right now. Like, <laughs> I'm drooling. Yeah, the camera's probably like, you know, you don't show it, but this guy's literally right. hovering. Been, He's hovering over the been eyeing them up since so they've been why, on the table. <laughs> why don't we just eat them now? Yeah, we're gonna do it for you now, then. Yeah, oh, I'll be staring at my one on, on the side here. Go <laughs> on, Eric, man, your voice is... I think you do the voice, I mean, Avi will do the first bite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, nah, it's been a good uh, good experience on Graves. Um, back on the Arvos this week, so oh, get a cool. little bit of sleep, yeah. But yeah, shout out to everyone that's, that does Graves, man. I respect to you guys, bro. I need, this is what I said, we need the map up so you yeah. can see it. I need, yeah, man. It's different, man. People gotta oh, realize that because obviously you're part of the security monitoring team, right? Yeah. So you need someone there, like you know, they fooled this guy, <laughs> they fooled this guy, <laughs> and I knew, man, they were gonna chuck your your shift pattern off. Yeah. But yeah, at least you're, you know, at least you're in it, man, working for your money. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. My, my pinakis, yeah. <laughs> oh me. How's your weekies? Nah, same old, same old. Nothing really interesting happened. You back to the full week yet? No, nah, not yet. So I've been um been doing two days two days on, one day off kind of thing. So I've I think tonight will be my second night and then I'll probably have a day off tomorrow. And it's just been like that until we get someone else because we're short at the moment. So yeah. No work's been alright. It's pretty good, quiet. So the way I like it. <laughs> <coughs> oh, nice. No, week's been pretty pretty sick here. Eh? I uh, got the good news from the bro, the one I used to chop off him, uh, also Fei, he's getting married next this weekend. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. true. So, yeah, he's finally, um, yeah, man, it's amazing, eh? Because, like, as I sp- told you all about him, like, I used to say to him, because he hadn't met his daughter for, like, three months. So, just pray for him, man. You know, a lot can happen if you pray. I'll pray for you. So, yeah, it was just crack up that he texted me, because um, the last time I saw him, I faded him up, like, early hours of the morning, like, about six in the morning. I took my mobile setup and opened the back of the truck and the fat malu he sat there were cutting. It was funny because when I was halfway through cutting his hair, a car from the next door was reversing. Okay, I just stepped forward. <laughs> stepped forward and we finished his haircut, but he hadn't said anything. And then the boy said, oh, no, he's engaged. Oh, nice. So I got that coming up. But now the week's been hectic, man. Like um, my son's baptism. I, I took a day off because I wanted to sort of like rest and not think about trying to help because my wife didn't want me to get up and do anything. Which is foreign, eh? Foreign to me, but 
I keep asking me, you sure you don't want me to do this? She's not, don't worry, just show up. It's so good. I got it. Oh. So, yeah, shout out to my wife, man. She held it down. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Even though I could have added like another, you know, another whole table like this to the table. <laughs> She's like, nah, just, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I was like, I'll oh, just, I ended you know, up getting like, you know, chicken noodles. Like, I oh, just need me to buy something. I have to, I have to. So, yeah, that happened. But now, nah, yeah, and um, like you, like you do the shifts, man. So I went from days, nights to days. And when we smashed some um, new stuff on <laughs> Wednesday, I didn't sleep until Thursday. <laughs> so I just spent all of today just sleeping. Because yeah, man, that's why that's why people are like fuck this guy posting a couple of days late because I was awake, <laughs> no time to post. Yeah. <laughs> I just I posted the game from yesterday. Man, post- my week's been good, man. Like I said, man, I would I didn't I didn't want to wear my awful now. Try to fuck. That's a mean hoodie. Oh, but yeah, I wish I. Um, Wish the um, what's it called? I wish we had um the games there more suited to like our eight o'clock slot here. Oh yeah, because yeah. more people are awake to banter back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Shout to um Daryl Afiaki, man, that guy, man. The first three pictures he sent me, eh? <laughs> and the Muppet Show team, and then he had a Queensland shape of Kyo. <laughs> This guy's the man. Everyone's banter, eh? Like, it's, there's always banter after, even before and after Origin. Oh, but those guys that come heavy like that, man. Like, yeah, Kems was pretty like, oh, I don't know me, your fella's team. How's your week been, Moose? Man, it's been good, eh? Like, this is the first week because I finished the um the writing course I've been doing. Oh, nice. So Ooh. that's finished. Uh, I'm glad my first season is free now. Like, <laughs> I know it was a short course, it was like six weeks, but it felt long, and like, I was like kind of over it. So I was happy that it was finished, so yeah, I've got my first days free now, so that's all good. But now, nah, man, it's been uh, just, yeah, just a normal week, nothing really happening, just work, and I took uh, Friday off, so, you know, trying to make make a long, long four-day weekend out of it. And uh, yeah, man, apparently it's announced going to start a new podcast, um... I think next week, I think, or the week after, there's a new sports podcast. I haven't, I haven't decided on the name yet. Just try, still trying to figure it out. But it's going to be a podcast based on, in general, sports in general. Just the biggest games in the weekend and, and the biggest stories that's happened in the weekend. And we'll, I'll just talk over that on a Monday or, or Tuesday. Yeah, so I'm just getting ready for that. And, yeah, man, just the usual West West Network stuff. Um Doing the articles and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, man, just busy, busy. <laughs> okay. Um, since we're um, just touched on the Star Origin, like I want to talk about Star Origin, but I don't want to talk about the game because we all know what happened, and it's been a few days after. But I just want to talk about just like you said, I was all the banter and all what's going on, on social media and how everyone is hyped for the game and how everyone. If you lot, if if you're a Queenslander, you know, you have every right to go on social media and just like <laughs> go hard, empty out the clip on everybody that that support the Blues and you know in the game. Because when I think about it, our performance, the New South Wales performance, you know, we we played like shit, man. You know, I agree with I agree with a lot of what the Queenslanders have been saying, all the fans. You know, oh, you guys are good on paper, but you can't even execute on the field. Exactly. And I've got no, you know, there's, there's no excuse, man. We've got to do better next week, but. I'm just talking about like the fancy you see on social media, you know, things can get uh, extreme, you know, <laughs> but I just want to get your guys' opinions on how you, 
I know you guys are Queensland. I'm the only New South Wales here. <laughs> so you guys Poor can... You. You, you guys can Poor jump you. on your high horse and just talk about all, all, all the shit that's on social media. Go, go. Um, well, yeah, okay. So on my socials, obviously all the news... Um, I just seen all the New South Wales... But I mean, it's like every year, it's the same same nice. thing. Yeah, same guys, the same thing. You know, everyone's... Everyone's like, you know, going hard. Um, I only, yeah, I posted, um, like what Lid's saying, he posted a couple of days later or after. Um, I posted something like later on on the Thursday night um, about the thing, but about the game, but it was just, um, yeah, just everyone's banter. And then, um, like, just hearing, like, watching, um, like, some of them can get really, like, butthurt. Like, it's. You know, it's just a game, man. Shots yeah. Yeah, but like, gee, you know, is it, is it necessary? Do you have to? No, I you think know? you have to. <laughs> you know why? You know why? Because they are the Homer Simpsons. You remember that memes about Homer Simpsons going back into the bush? <laughs> that is them, man. When If we lost, like how we lost. I can't even remember the last time we lost. That's how well our role is going. But yeah, like Cam said, man, if you look at that team on paper... Fuck, that's a yeah, good team. Solid but team. like I said, man, and you can look back in the archives, fans, honestly, because I did the other day and I found it. I said it, man. Queensland beat Samoa at the Rugby League World Cup. That is pretty much the, the bones of the Queensland squad. Hey. But what happened is what I saw on the game, different from the paper, was that the New South Wales backline, which is a fire backline, but it's the second best backline in the world behind Australia's, didn't execute, man. Like, they didn't have a, a forward pack to sort of take them forward, eh? I think the biggest grab they came out of, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'll <laughs> retract that. The biggest build-ups of that forward pack that came out of the New South was Junior Pengar Junior. What's his name? Tavita Pengar Junior. The fact that Freddie picked them on, like, I didn't even know what form he's seen at the Bulldogs because there wasn't shit. But that's what, <laughs> like, that display of ill-discipline... Like, I even heard a New South Wales supporter walk into work and go, they're freaking fob. Okay, he's not fob, mate. He's not fob, mate. He can fucking understand, mate. Like, it's not that. It's just like, why do you pick someone who was a has-been back at the last regular World Cup? He didn't even play in this World Cup, thinking that he was going to carry the Ford pack. Because, man, he just made shit worse. Eh? <laughs> his pass and his over-the-top. Like, I think the them trying to smash on one player, like the newbies, like someone like Reese Walsh, bro, it didn't work, eh? It was good to see um Fazel in the mix of things. But yeah, I think um yeah, that's why like I've been trying to screenshot the photos. Because a lot of their press stuff is from Australia, eh? And like we over here, I don't yeah. All the New South Wales guys seem to be in the in the bush with Saili and <laughs> Homer Simpson. <laughs> nah, yeah. But it's just see everyone's banter, man. Like some yeah, just it's only, you know, first of all it's only game one. Yeah. And you know, but then again, <laughs> that's the other thing. Like, I'm sure, uh, what's his name? Brett Villa doesn't want to even look at the stats of uh, how many games I won up his uncle. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's gonna, that's gonna be like a man. If they pull off that win up there, oohs, I'm gonna be front center of my shirt off. Shoot me, man. Like, <laughs> literally crucify me because you want to hear it, man. Because otherwise, the series is gonna turn into their 13 peak, you know. But yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, what I saw, and I was thinking about this before I came, what I saw was that you can pick a good team on paper, 
because a lot of those guys in the Australia and the New South camp played for us or played at the World Cup, played finals footy and have been playing finals footy. But it ain't for shit if you ain't fucking your heart and your give mm. it all is going to be out on the field and win, win on the scoreboard. Because, yeah. man, look, we got guys like, where's Manly sitting? I don't know how to bring this up, but where's Manly? Look at where you saw Queensland, Queensland sitting on the, on, the, on the table. Like, what's the excuse there? Like, you can't, you can't justify the way your team is on the ladder in the NRL because a majority of that team, of those players and those two, like, top three teams played in this game. Yeah. But it was the guys that were, those teams lower on the ladder played better. Yeah. That's what I got out of seeing that game, which is sort of sad, because eh, it goes to show that the Daily M Awards is given to bloody um, fans. It ain't on, you know, because Pete Haas, like, and Reese Walsh, both up there, different result on the game. Mm. Did you see any pants or ease? Oh, you didn't? No, 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 I didn't. You know, every year, like, when Stan Rogers comes around, I'm always admiring the, um, the passion, eh, of the fans. Especially in New Zealand, man. Especially us, because, yeah. you know, we never brought up over there. Yeah, we, yeah. Ne- we never we never grew up in Queensland or I New South Wales. I've never even been there. You know? <laughs> but... But the passion of supporting these two teams, it, it just amazes me every year, man. Just the way we are. Like, we're more passionate about this than other, All than Blacks. our own <laughs> own teams, you know, that are from here. Like Auckland Blues or something like that, you know. Yeah. Even All Blacks in a way, you know. But just to see, it's, you know, it's it's cool, man. It's good to see that whole, the whole culture of their origin in New Zealand or in Auckland in, with our people, you know, with how we grew up. It's, it's just awesome to see that passion. You know, and, and I hate it because I'm on the, the the losing side of it. But you know, <laughs> I'm gonna say this: it's awesome to see you still wearing your yeah, colours, uh, man. You're, you're, not, you're hey, the number one. You it's like we're in Boys in the Hood, man. It's like Crenshaw Mafia is running this place, man. But you know, you still showed up. That's yeah. good. That's a good thing. <laughs> you're brave, but nah. have to, man. Have to. But you know man. what? I was looking at the numbers thing, man. I was looking at the numbers thing, like because if we win the series, 2023 with 23, man, series wins, wow. not including the draw, not including the draw. So I'm like, man, if we pull this off, man. Oh, is that a sign? Or <laughs> well, you know, tr- traditionally, Queensland's always been the underdogs, but I don't think so anymore. It's not that way anymore. Eh? I think it's because New South ain't fielding their best team, man. I think it's we got a selection problem. we got a lot yeah, of good yeah, players. Yeah. you got to pick the right ones. It's semi-bias, but the probably strongest argument that I did see was like the, the Panthers pairing at state of origin level is not not the pairing. It's not the best. Which is hard, eh? Like how do you how do you measure that? Well mm. if you think about it, it's clearly in in, in Lua. In Lua, they got it's there's one one out of four. But their record is one out of four now. Yeah. But I mean like in terms of like championships and the chemistry, like even like Api Coruscant going back into the team, like that's the pin spine almost. Minus Tedesco. But then that's a if you think about the half and the fullback, that's the Australian combo. If you look at the forward pack, fuck, they pulled Polo on the bench. They should have started him. Like, I think the, the other difference is how you start, man. Like, he's never been a bench player. I reckon there were selections issues for New South Wales last year, which is why we lost. And But this year is just even worse than last year. You know, the selections, you know. That's my take anyway of that. Wouldn't um, having Latrell Mitchell and Eric Carr on the field like? Oh, Latrell was injured. That's why he oh, couldn't play. Yeah. Mm, that's why they got well, Stephen Crowden in the last minute, which he did well. I thought. 
I thought. But I'm not sure if there's a reflection of them shutting down Turbo. Yeah. But um, in any case, Stephen Crowden did, did pretty good. Yeah. It was it was kind of like um, the opposite. Um, Turbo was a Tom. He was invisible, you know. So this guy didn't have a good game at all. He probably had his worst origin ever. Mm. You know, and it was just the hate he got after the couple of days after that. They even from his own own fans, you know. Yeah. But then I just like to say, just I just watched him do a hat trick against the the Bulldogs just a couple of hours ago. So he's probably playing with uh, his hand on his heart. Yeah, bit of fire. fire. Like, bit on his shoulder, man. Bit of ang- he's, he's angry. He's angry, yeah. man. He's angry know? on the wrong game, man. He's supposed <laughs> to be angry on his team, man. Man, but. I, it is a hard one, but what I hear, this is what I got out of it, man. It's like, someone, heritage players and someone players, we fucking up there, man. Yeah, hard It up. took, like, the someone players, like, to li- literally, like, you know, carries, the tries, and just the celebrations. Even the tries saves, man. It's like, bro, you cannot say that we, we don't belong there like we do. <laughs> we do big time. Nah. Sad ending, man, because, fuck, I expected more. Like, I wanted more, right? But it's like, you know. I actually walked away from the screen for the last 30, went back and watched the last 10. And talk about excitement, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was just happy to be, um, that my shit's got new cotton balls on it, <laughs> new, new chips and dip stains. This is a mean, bro. I don't know. Yeah, man, I actually got a grey one, man, and I think the Oost put my queens down on a little bit bit because like, just to try and say something to me. And I, go, I don't know where that one. Like, you know what? I want a grey one. I'm going to come back and get it, man, when I get it. But yeah, I love his banter, bro. Daryl Afiaki's banter and like the way he screenshots and stuff sends you messages is the best, bro. Because it's like straight below the belt. <laughs> is he support? Is he blues? He's a blues. Oh, yeah. And he's a Dragons fan, man. Massive Dragons fan, eh? But I think they might be the history, man. There's no Dragons, you know, there's no Mark Gesnias of the past in the, mm. in the um, New South team. I, I used to think um, watching the old, like the old games of Origin, I used to think, um, yeah, the Queensland were the underdogs, and I used to think that the New South Wales, like, they um, they branded them out more, like, um, they were like the, you know, like the, the bodybuilders, you know, like the show ponies there, that's the word, the show ponies, <laughs> but then... The the Queensland were like the um the blue collar hard out you know workers you know grind 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 all day you know mm. yeah that's that's yeah that's and also Malmaninga was a Queenslander that's who I followed. I've got a I've got a a question for you guys. Have in all your years supporting Queensland Queensland, have you ever seen someone that changed? Jump ship and change. Oh, sh- in the history. No, but I don't knowing. want to be friends with anyone like that, man. <laughs> Just saying. What, like a player? Nah, no, fan. Fan, oh, mates. Oh. Mates. And oh. stuff. Has anyone changed over the years? Like, swap teams? <laughs> Do you know of anyone? No. They don't say their name, but is there no. anybody? But no. you know what? I had two, I had three kids at home. I made them make bits of me. And they were like, nah, we don't want to bet. And I could make a bit. And I forced him to make a bet with me. <laughs> so when New South was scoring, man, I was like Lokoleanga, man. I was like swearing hard. Oh, are they New South Wales? They were New South, man. Oh, it's just man. me and my oldest that like in Queensland. Yeah. But yeah, it was hardy. It was hard, like literally hearing them cheer. Like that was hard, man. Especially in my house. And I was like, fuck. I know, two people, eh? But I think it's speculation, but there's a lot of people that say that. The jump ship. Yeah, that changed. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Drop, you know, name drop? Nah, or? I'll tell you after, but I know two people. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Ben Wagon, eh? 
<laughs> they didn't they didn't, they didn't have it in here. That's if it's like like if it's like that. Well, my youngest, right? She's an intermediate. She's dead up and watched the whole game. And I go, Who are you going for? She's yourself. I go, What a bandwagon. <laughs> she was wearing my other Queensland hoodie but cheering for the other team. Oh, I was like, You're a bandwagon, then beat a bandwagon. Yeah, but yeah. she's loyal, bro. My little girl, she's loyal, bro. She's that type dude, like she saw something happen inside the house it wasn't supposed to happen, she won't say anything. She's like yeah. But the bandwagons, bro, like, you know, they are there, the Saidi and the Homer Simpsons, mate. Do we know these guys? I'll tell you after. I'll tell you after. Oh. It's the traits, eh? It's the traits, man. Right. Well, I know my nieces and my nephews. Oh, no, I think my older nephew, he supports Queensland and my son, Bryce. But everyone else, my daughters, or New South, they're all New South. Okay, here's a question. How did you come to support that team? Just growing up watching... Um, you know, my favourite players, Mamal Meninga, you know, the Walters brothers, you know, Alan Langer, Steve Renouf. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh, who else? Oh, you just following the players that were Queenslanders. Yeah, Shira, uh, Del Shira. I think we became we saw, um, Queensland supporters because of Graham Lou. Of that era. Oh, yeah, because mm. he, yeah, he coached them too. Well, he was sort of like on his last years. And just how they embrace um, Graham Lowe as a coach as well. Because he's like an icon up there, always, you know? Yeah. Those are the, the old days, like, you know? like And especially as a coach, man, have you had to imagine, like, I think it was the 92 93 series where Michael O'Connor scores that try in the corner and then he kicks the winning goal, takes the game to, like, game three, and he goes into hospital. Oh. Yeah, so they pretty much were like, I think that's where the heart of Queensland sort of learns to play with heart. Like, their coach was in hospital. And a handful of them were going up to see him. But then Graham, he discharges himself and goes to the game. Oh, wow. That was like no excuse. Like, where there's no excuse, like, why we're upset or, like, you know, the emotion going into the, that last that last game. Mm. Yeah, and then in the end, bro, they put a Kiwi guy on their shoulders, mate. That's yeah. why we have to support Queensland. No matter what. Because <laughs> they did that's a Graham Lee. You know? Oh. How, how about you, Eric? How did you come to support Queensland? Um... I think it was just a one drunken night. They told me to either choose the team now or get lost. Is <laughs> that, that styling place? Yeah. <laughs> so I so I had to choose a team, so I chose the, the Maroons. Because yeah, they were here, they they were winning, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was good. Um, I think that was years ago. That was like <coughs> ages ago. What was Stocks? New South, eh? Yeah, it was New South. Yeah. Isaac Kingsland. Yeah, I'm, I'm similar to you, man. I got told to support the the Blues. Hey, is that Sunny? Shout out to Sunny. Shout out to Sunny Sue and Vonkas. Like, I remember that day because I never followed the league or anything. I was always following um, uh, rugby union. And then when, remember, Vonkas for form three, I was fit form. And Sunny was full form. And uh, Stan Rodgen, everyone was doing Stan Rodgen at school. You know how to play Howard on the yeah, courts, no, you know? That's yeah, right. yeah, that's right. And church, that's all. Yeah, yeah. So I remember in phone class, suddenly coming to me and said, who are you supporting? I didn't know what he was talking about. Then he told me, okay, he was supporting New South Wales Blues. And from that day, <laughs> I was New South Wales Blues. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking of doing like a memes and a video stitch up, man. Or like Mark Teller scoring all those tries for the Blues last week. Bro. I was going to go, I think the Blues need this guy <laughs> to come and make, make up the, the outside back. See, 
Man, I love the Blues post when they posted before that game, the Highlanders game. Yeah. Because, you know, the social media guy for the Blues, he's the man, eh? Yeah. He's pretty honest, eh? He's, he's good, man. Yeah. He posted a thing, of a picture of the the, the players coming in their, you know, in their the casual gears coming to the game. He goes, oh, here come the real Blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Yeah, he's done a few shop posts like that. I think he, the one I last saw, he it was a picture of Roger. And then, then it was like, yeah. And then it's like, and now what? Like, you know, it's like people were getting, oh, how come Roger's been cut? Because now, well, he's there now. Now what? You know, it's like, you got to be loyal. You know, you can't, you can't sort of put that pencil on the fan page. But we've got a home team here, is it? Uh, it's quarters. 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 We've got quarters, yeah. But we'll get a home team, won't we? Or will we be playing away? Oh, we're, we're playing one of the Australian teams. Yeah, home. Then it depends who's who's gonna. Because the only team above us is Crusaders and Chiefs. So if it's Crusaders, then we'll be away. Yeah, I think that's why my mate was trying to do the math. He said he wished we lost last week oh. to get the deficit, and then hopefully not have to play the Crusaders if we make the semis. Oh, you know what? We'll play them, man. We'll beat them. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna beat them, man. Gonna beat them someday. If we get a game of Eden, man, go watch it. Yeah, well, I'll probably go watch. Um, Next week, I don't know if it's a Friday game or what. Hey, did Did you guys watch the Women's Origin? I saw highlights of that it. That was the next day. Yeah. Who won that? Queensland. No, but did you see that there was someone that put on TikTok that it was a meme, like mocking the the all the miscarries and all that. <laughs> yeah. There was tons, heaps, heaps of miscarries. 10, 18, eight was the score, I think. Final oh. score. Yeah, I, I just think mm. Queensland but won. But that's though. a big... Come back from the freshening they got last year. Hey, the oh, the women's. Pump, it was something like more than 50, 58 points. Oh, it was like wow. 52-2 or something. Or 52-4. Wow. <laughs> it's just a game. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, rugby league, what about the queen of rugby league passed away last last week? Tina Turner. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> That was sad, eh? Like, man. I was like, fang on, whoa, I'm not from then, man. Even when I jumped on the 135 playlist, I was like, bro, we literally, like, you know, we're talking about, like, sort of, thing of genres of music, bro, but, and then we were talking about the movies. You know how we're talking about movies and the movies related to the soundtracks and stuff? Yeah. Mm. But her, her life story, bro. Mm. Angela Bassett, fuck. That's a good film, man. Made you love her that much more after knowing how much she had gone through, you know? Yeah, as a, as a woman and just even as an artist too, man. Like fuck. What about the Ike? Fuck. Well, I see you. Well, I see the real Ike, man. Could kick in there. Well, were they still together when she passed, or were they together? Nah, he, she died, moved he died. On, bro. He died. Oh, two thousand yeah. something. But like when she moved on, bro, a lot of her pop R and B stuff that popped off after that. Like, it was, it's time to see. You oh, listen yeah, to it, yeah. man. The way it's put together. Man. Sure. You can listen to her forever. Even my son, bro, he loves Tina Turner. Like, suddenly, he's always listening to the 80s stuff, and it's all the 80s, early 90s stuff. Eh? It's oh, like, yeah, yeah. I think what makes Tina Turner great is how she sort of transcended the whole African American music. Hey, eh, from yeah, yeah, where yeah. she came up with Ike. Because Ike was sort of in the rock and roll kind of mm. genre, eh? Sort mm. of thing. But she, she like, just went on her own sort of path. Hey, eh? and for me, it got to the point when I didn't. Even like identify her as African American. Yeah, yeah. The was the music? Yeah, the music mm. was was different. It wasn't it? Didn't sound like African American music, eh? So, mm. but it was obviously. I mean, you know, all comes from African American stuff, but yeah, <coughs> yeah. I thought that you know that's how 
you know that's how unique she is you know and that's how yeah she's just she's just one of a kind eh? mm. but man i remember when i heard the news i was just on repeat um what's love got to do for that song oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah man yeah yeah but she's got some bangers too she's got some real good cousin gems eh? she's got the um I remember if you if you ever said uh, Tuna Tuna to me, two things that pop up is the the when it used to be it was it the Winfield Cup. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. She did the what is it the simply the best. Yeah, yeah simply the best, and then yeah, um, Jimmy Barnsley. Yeah, and then the because uh, she done. Max. I'm sure she it was, it was at the um, the Raiders final against the Tigers. Is that a final? Oh, she or is that a semi? Sung it. She sang it. Eh? Oh, yeah, she was live on that stage. Oh, I remember yes, watching I it. Fuck, she's good. Eh? But even Jimmy Barnes would like to sing that as a duet. Yeah. Surely. Man, they play their song on repeat too. They're simply the best. Mm, I remember when I went to Melbourne and we went to the, um, to watch the, the, I think it was the Roosters. Mm. I can't remember who, but um, they yeah. played that throughout the whole game. <laughs> but as, yeah, as an artist eh, from America, like that's iconic. Like when you hear that, yeah, you could, like if you know far back enough, like you know that song's related to rugby league. It has to, you know? Yeah. I don't because even all the ads that came on, yeah, that's that right. Time, like that's final yeah. for you when you hear that song. Simply the best. That's right. I remember those ads. Gosh. And um, and um, was it? Did she do some like a song for Mad Max? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, what was that song called? We don't need uh, a hero. Beyond, uh, oh, is it? Oh, is it that one? I think so. Oh. oh no, I don't think that's the name of the song, but that's part of the lyrics, isn't it? Oh, and she was in Mad Max, eh? Beyond yeah. Thunderdome. Oh yes, yeah, she was. Yes. Is it the first one? The third one. Oh, the third one. Yeah. Oh, sh- yeah. The first yeah, one. Because the the latest one is a remake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like that one. Mm. I'm a big uh, Mad Max fan. Oh, the, is there a new Mad Max out? Yeah. The, the remake. Is it a remake or continuation? It's a remake. Eh? Yeah, I think it's a remake. They oh. made him have like he's got a mental disorder. Oh, yeah. He's fucked up. I've I haven't really seen it. Eh? I haven't really seen it. Is this Mel Gibson? Not Mel Gibson. No, nah, it's that. Um, nah, it's that Bolognese guy. He's got the body. He's on a few. He's on yeah, he's, of, he's on Venom. The guy that acts as Venom. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, the English guy. Yeah. Yep. No, the guys. I like part one. Eh? That was my favorite Man Max. Yeah. See. But it's a big realization that if the world did end up like that, do we? Yeah. <laughs> I just remember being like, as a kid watching him, like, fuck that yeah, yeah. Free yeah. Trees, <laughs> man. No, fuck just... that no trees no shade no water get me <laughs> <laughs> people were scared no of can. me and no then when Waterworld came out I was like fuck that no land <laughs> you know what's funny you know who'd be laughing because it's in Australia in the, yeah. in the desert you know who'd be laughing the Aborigines yeah see that's what you get like <laughs> yeah. if you guys don't like living in the desert we, man, we own the desert yeah, you know <laughs> Yeah, Ngali. They can see the in the desert. But I like watching this. That one Balangi guy, he goes around. I think he's he's Australian, but he can speak the lingo. And he goes and looks for salvage shit. And they just transform. Like, I think it's the, the, the cars. Have you seen that guy? No. But it's crack up, man. Like, they just go and salvage this one four wheel drive. They take a tire off another car. And then they get salvaged. Like, this is abandoned homes, containers, and that. Garages. Fucking, they just make the car work, eh? He's <laughs> on to it, man. Hey. And he's fully speaking, like. Like, you know, he's Australian. Yeah, he's Australian. I'll find some clips and I'll post them, man. You will crack up at this because they always add like the indigenous music at the end, like when they get it going. Oh, fuck, he's the man. Eh? He's <laughs> done like a tractor, a Hyundai, a four wheel drive. It's just stuff they've abandoned on the side of the road. <laughs> well, that's crack up, man. But that reminds me, Mad Max. He likes to just walk. What's that? 
<laughs> yeah, just put anything together, eh? That's <laughs> right, boys. Another thing that came on social media, I think you posted up uh, let's about um there was a thing happened in America about uh, a body cam video of an oh, officer man. that tried to um oh, try to arrest someone. Was he trying to arrest someone or what? At the gas station and detained, other- eh? He said detained. You're not under arrest, you're detained. Yeah. But that's legit empty out the cliff. Look at the cops they showed up, eh? So the guy cops got pulled crazy, over, bro. he had a yarn off him and then um I don't know what it was, man, but whatever got that guy to like, reach for the cop's gun. So the guy, he's obviously, he said, asked why, he didn't get an answer, and then he grabbed the police officer's holster when he had his gun. And then they wrestle, and they end up in the front of the um, the cop vehicle. Yeah, man, what's sad about it is that different angles, eh? so you see the dash cam, then you see the body cam. But man, the, the altercation that goes on back and forth from it is when the bloody... um. I think it's, it looks like a drive through eh? When the four-wheel drive's, like, packed up. But you still don't see the cop or the guy. And then the backup shows up, man. Yeah. Fuck, man. What that shows to me is, like, bro, number one, the guy was saying, like, you know, why am I under arrest? He didn't answer him, eh? He didn't really give him a reason. And then when the guy goes for his gun, the cop's, like, going, let go my gun, let go my gun. Yeah. Like, but... It's like there was no training there, like. But do you think maybe he went for his gun because he was he knew he was guilty or whatever? No, or? He, I think it was. I think he didn't want to get shot, bro. Bro, oh. that's what I thought when I first watched it. Like, I was for like, cut off my head. Yeah, he didn't get a reason. And then all of a sudden, fuck, this guy's going to shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, like, if he was trying to grab it, he looked like he was bigger than the cop. He would yeah, probably got him on his back. But because he pushed them into the vehicle, I was like, fuck. He was probably like, please don't shoot me. Please don't shoot me. Please don't shoot me. Like, fuck, I would have been like that, man, if you got no reason why you'd be entertained at that. Hey. You know, now you're saying that, it's sad, eh? Because he, he did it to protect himself, eh? Like, yeah. Don't shoot him. But when he grabbed it, it was too late. Because, oh, yeah. damn, yeah. I fucked up. Because if I let go, he is going to shoot, shoot me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. will shoot me. But, know? I mean, that that's the fear of a black man in yeah, America, 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 like, no. And it's sad, bro. But, like, mm. fuck. Fuck, that's why I'm scared. He asked twice, over. dude. I heard him ask twice. Like, why am I being the the why am I being arrested? He's you're not being arrested, you're being detained. And he's but why? And then he stood up and he said, sit down. It's when he got into that moment, he like sit down, he was gonna grab his gun, then he also on the man. Yeah. Like, wrestled. <laughs> Fuck. But he had a good wrestle though, but I was just oh damn. But the, and then afterwards it was the um <laughs> the backup. Like when the guy we saw like in the footage, he's just running like he's running and he's just shooting at the cop car. Yeah. Like, does he shoot? What if he shoots his the cop in the head? You know, in the car or that's oh, just well, dumb, well that's bro. the what we're trying to say. Like the training is is appalling. It's fucking because yeah. <laughs> if you see that footage, that backup. Just opens fire far away at the direction of the car. You know, and, uh, in front of the the car wasn't standing in front of the um the McDonald's, McDonald's or whatever it was. And Straight up, eh? What if there's like a Mikey sitting inside eating their Happy Meal next right. minute? Hell yeah, fuck. And you and know I, what the worst part about it is? He was shooting while he was running. Yeah, yeah. You never shoot while you're running. You meant to say he probably sucks at like to, um you meant to all these Mortal Kombat games like yeah. ammo games, eh? Like Call of Duty. This <laughs> guy, right? And, and then his mate goes. I'm on top of him. <laughs> that means... <laughs> and he carries me. He's covering him, yeah. He would have got yeah. shot himself. But, you know, I <laughs> think when they cut his off, eh? like, so, so when the cops get there, 
the first who's obviously in like firing range okay we'll say firing range he opens fire and he shoots at least what sounds like 20 rounds eh he just pops off he obviously hasn't seen anything because what's he shooting at yes he doesn't know what he's shooting at thinking like okay shoot at the cop car the guy's probably in the car or like people said he's in that car like he's obviously taken whoever said oh there there, he's in the car when that may only funny shows like you know comes away from the cop to try and run what looks like he's trying to run fucking then they, they just shoot, shoot him like him. a piece of yeah. shit <laughs> they didn't even ask him like bro like they didn't know what happened but they just shot him dead like oh, they man, three I, shots well, and they made sure suits. he didn't move through. if that's there was suits, if there man. was an actual gunfight in there whoever was in the car could have opened fire on the cop because he had no cover yeah that was his first problem the other problem yeah. was moving while he was shooting because he couldn't have hit his target properly. He wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. So if it, if it was someone that was trained in with guns, they would have just killed that. Yeah, other, one, other one or two. Yeah. Yes. It was out in the open to, too long. And he was just firing randomly. It's reckless, it's man. Reckless. It's sad, man. But it's like how... So when they fired, the guy falls and they shoot him, eh? And because Bro. the audio is on, don't worry about him. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry yeah. about him. Just leave him, leave him as he is. Amber's on his way. But you can hear it in the voice of the <coughs> little little that gets there. Right? And he goes, when he goes, I've been shot. And he's like, man, don't worry about that. And they're trying to take the vest off him because they're trying to find out where he's shot. Yeah. Mm. That's what was like, man, their whole system's fucked. Fuck, they just threw that guy down. And then pop, pop, pop. Yeah. And you just see him don't move. Like he was like, dead fuck. after the first time, right? But with no reason, like not even evaluating the situation. They didn't even see it. like okay they could have shot him on the foot, he can't run anywhere. Fuck, he's got a bullet in his foot, or shoot him at his calf muscle. He can't run far, and they shoot him dead, man. It literally, like uh, got over the top of lawsuits. Them, two two meters away. Their family's gonna law. Bang bang bang. Dead. Do lawsuits on their on the police. And then to have it on audio, like fuck, don't worry about him. That makes me so scared to travel to America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you saying before you we played it, it's, it's something like. Escalated, eh? Yeah, yeah, man. So small, bro. He asked for a reason. And he got a death sentence. Cause I, 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 I remember when I left um when I was coming out of uh, Melbourne when I went there, I got checked like six times, six mm. or seven times before leaving. Yeah, are they racial profiling? Oh ah, no, bro. bro. If they go, do that in I Australia, my family when walking through the airport. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Fuck, cause I'm gonna get pulled aside. Yeah, because they want to go to Sydney too. If they if they do that in Australia, imagine what it'll be like in America. Mm. <laughs> it's mostly fear, eh? It's the fear. Yeah, they yeah. don't understand us, so they they they're scared of us. Yeah. So, so any of those officers that do that sort of shit, man, just chill, bro. Have a heart, man. We're human before anything else, eh? Get some mm. training. Like, fuck. all he asked, eh? It's a simple question, man. Why? Like, give him a reason, like. Trigger happy, bro. Yep. Hard on. You just hear the gun in his hand is going pop, 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 just moving all over the place. I was like, bro, what are you but doing? But I think it, it shows that how much of a joke of the, the justices is over there. I mean, if they kept our Kelly out of handcuffs for so many years. <laughs> Shit like this, and we got money. Bro, these guys aren't going to get away with murder. And literally, bro, those guys will probably get like, a, all right, you have to go do um, community service. But you have to look after all the guys doing the community service. You won't have a gun for the rest of your uh, the year. You have to use a taser or something. It's like a slip on the wrist, bro. Yeah, bro, literally. Yeah, no, that's pretty shocking. 
But what cracked me up? Oh, it's not it's not cracked me up. But I was like, did you see how many times that gun went off, man? Because yeah. it's only it's like we could only see it through the through the body cam. Me, it's like the. Did he even reload? Yeah, I mean, what's funny is like, shit. where is he? Where is he shooting at? He's just shooting yeah. at the car. <laughs> the car's going like this, bro. This is clean. <laughs> no comms, eh? Poor, oh, poor communication, poor training, yeah, execution, poor training. then bro, de-escalate, man, de-escalate. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> another news. Um, back home, since we're sticking to the topic of crime. Um, <laughs> former My FM host Nate Nawa, um, last week. Got announced he was the guy that had name suppression. That when they were talking about someone that was laundering money for the uh, commentaries, and his name suppression got lifted in on him. He got sentenced last week to um, was it three years, almost three years in prison for laundering money. Now, if you guys remember, because you know, you know, you know this guy. He's the guy that all of us we looked up to when he was at my FM. You know, he was, he was a voice for our people and all that. Um and and he he left he left my FM and I think a lot of people knew why but it never came out but um so he so he got actually um got investigated twice so this is the second time around so the first time around he got um because <coughs> of of lack of evidence he he um he he didn't get convicted the first time but then because he was driving all these uh, rich cars, like all these BMWs and all that kind of stuff, they sort of did another investigation, you know, into it, and they, and they got him this time around. So, yeah, man, four, four from grace, eh? A guy yeah. like um, yeah. Nate Nowell, you know? And um, it's just a sad story. But it was interesting because um, David... Let tell you, he came on TV on the news because he he actually attended his court case, Nate Nell's court case, to to back him up, to give some to give some reference around how he was doing community work for BBM, helping out the community, and he was sort of advocating for a, a lesser sentence just because of the fact he was doing community work and all that kind of stuff. But he also brought up the racism in the. In the, the in the system, like he he told a story of his sister having um, his sister get thrown in jail for um, crime of it didn't say, but it sounded like it was some sort of crime. She got thrown in jail, but uh, some white guys with the same crime they didn't get thrown in jail. They just got like um, home sort of home home D home D, you know so. You know, we always talk about like um, you do the time, you do the crime, you do the time. But it looks like uh, the time is different when it comes to uh, white people. You know, <laughs> so yeah. so that was the point that um, uh, David was was trying to make, and he and he used um, Nate as sort of like a, a mouthpiece or example f- for what he's experienced in in the system. But um, yeah, man, um, what are you guys' thoughts on? On that, uh, well, my thoughts are is that he obviously knew what he was doing. Um, yeah, you just got caught. You make your 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 decisions. You know, obviously there's consequences. Um, you're just bad decisions, I guess. 
Um, I used to li- I used to listen to Nate on um, New FM when him and uh, they first him and Jan Jose yeah yeah drive through that's yeah right. and then and then, <coughs> then I heard him on um, my FM uh, yeah I think he just bad decisions bad choices um, yeah if you uh, I don't know because I don't hang out with gang members or anything but yeah it's just if the money's uh, just distractions, money. Yeah. Probably just wanted the mm. lifestyle, maybe. Didn't like where he was at. I don't know. Mm. Don't know why they did choice. be wearing the, the orange overalls now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and the orange sandals now. <laughs> yeah, it's a tricky one, eh? Because I know you, he had the Runner Street podcast going. Yeah. After he left. And... I did hear, like I did hear, like there was stuff going around him that he needed to walk away from the podcast because he's in the limelight. And I suppose, like, if you're a face like that on radio and you are involved with shit like that, like laundering money, when someone tells you to stay off the fucking limelight, that means go go be like all the New South Wales supporters. Go and hide. <laughs> Literally, man. He made his bid, man. He made his yeah. bid and he decided to go. I mean, you've heard him talk about his struggles about like sending money back to Samoa and stuff, you know, and his obligation to his family. But like you said, of the consequence, eh? Who's going to be sending that money back now? Yeah. That's one of those things, man. That's like a life lesson. I mean, unless he sent like $4 billion back home. Take care of family's all good, that's it. <coughs> but I mean, shame, you know, not. I think people forget, like, you know, just because you're. Your money rich and all the material things, but it doesn't make you rich. Yeah. yeah. These people have different sort of levels of rich, man. Like you can be life rich by yeah, by all the stuff that all the family and the the friends you make in your life. Be interesting to see who's still standing around him when he comes out or if he does serve a bit of his um sentence. Because hmm. I feel like Dave coming out of the woodworks for him or coming out and saying what he's done and just sort of yeah, like showing the support. Yeah, showing support, but just how the system is fucked and how it could be. It is racial, man, because when her sister got pressed to shields, there was an application for um, um, there was an application for her sister to come out on um, compassionate grounds because she was sick, bro. In the system, she was in a prison cell. Oh, yeah, that's right. Was, um, and that's the Grace Foundation's backing. That's why that Grace Foundation came about because that was unjustified, man. Like. Someone was missing their, you know, they needed medical treatment. They couldn't even give her that. So for Dave to come out and bet for Nate, you want to know at least in here, like if he's come out and said it, well, then Nate doesn't know his fuck up if he's going to go do that, all mm. the stuff with Dave, helping mm. the community. Because, you know, guys like him, they're like saints on this earth, man. There's no one that's going out of their way to get nothing out of it to help provide and feed our families, especially in South Auckland. There's no one like that. But for him to do it, that's massive. So mm. I believe Nate obviously knows he's fucked up, yeah. but at the same time, man, it's like, bro, when you got guys coming to bat for you like that, you know, no one's gonna hate on Dave, because bro, he's a walking saint. Damn. It's just the the poor decisions, eh? Mm. And it just shows, man, like, bro, you got your, got your lawyer, you got your daughter, like, fuck, life's good, man. Yeah, that's good. Like, fuck, don't that's all you need. For fucking something stupid and laundry money that's not even yours, man. Yeah. How do you know that that's not the fucking poison that's poisoning our Pacific people, man? You know, 
just a bit of bit of a wake up call, man. But hopefully he'll he'll bounce back, bro. It's one of those guys, you know. Yeah. Even if he just decided to jump back on podcast, you know, even a radio station, fuck, he could do it because everyone knows him. You know, yeah. he's one of those hiccups in his just in his career, man. Mm. I feel. So interesting article because it goes down in detail like the steps of what happened. And particularly interesting is how when I read it, he actually he got away scot free the first time around, you know. Mm. And then the only reason why he got caught again is because he was like showing what he had, and you can't be driving around in the latest BMW and Mercedes, and you don't have a job. Yeah, you know? Exactly. And you know that just got the attention of the of the of the cops, you know, and they put together another investigation, and mm. and then this one that um, he's he's gone down for. So you're right, man. Like, you know, try to get yourself out in the limelight. You know? What's that scene on um on Goodfellas when when they did that uh, oh, heist yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> and then uh, uh Robert De Niro was pissed off at his crew because they're buying all the stuff. Telling Nicky, <laughs> hey, telling them to lay low, lay low, and lay the, low and man, <laughs> stay out of the fucking media, man, stay out of the fucking <laughs> press, everything, eh? Just to buy anything, just the, keep it the cool. Trip, man. That, that guy came with the new car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's take exactly that car back. Man. Take that car back. The, the, the wife comes with a fur coat. Yeah. What are you doing? Take that cut off. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that material stuff, eh? You yeah, don't bro. need it. It's all that stuff that, yeah. I, mean, I, I look cool. I'm, I'm the man. And, yeah. yeah. But I don't know he will get the. He'll get a massive awakening, man. Even if he's not behind bars now, he'll get the awakening when he's inside. Everyone, mm. everyone that does time does a lag, bro. They, they wake up and they be like, "Why?" Yeah, <laughs> just even you know, you got so much going for you, man. All the potential in the world. He didn't need to do all that stuff, man. Sweet boys, shall we do the our, our food review? So we got um brownies by a brownie here. We got one, two, three, four, five, six pieces of brownies, which what you would get if you order them, and they'll come f- fully packaged. You know, in a nice box for you. There's three different sizes. And uh, yeah, it's all on the Instagram page, Brownies by Brownie. So dive in, boys. Support your local man. So pre-orders Wednesdays and Fridays. And arrange your time to go and pick up your beautiful brownies, man. I've already had mine. <laughs> <laughs> so much for losing weight, guys. But here we here we go, Queensland. Game two. <laughs> I'll have another one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh wow! This was Billy Slater's face when when um, Peter scored the second try. Bloody magnificent! So, what are you guys tasting right now? What, what's um what's the flavors coming through? Oh, I feel it's uh, sensational. <laughs> I feel sensational right now. It's the taste of glory. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the um, it hits the spot. Eh? Just right on the spot. Even the portion size, like the way you've got these samples, are loose. Mm. Yeah. So they stip, uh, stepped up the game with the big pieces, eh? Uh, is it the caramel pieces? No, they've always been like that. Yeah, they feel like it's up the game somehow. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> Just rich, rich in, rich in taste. I'm going to give my honest opinion, Luz. Barbers talk, man. If you want to put on a little um, bit of a treat for your fans, man... Pre-order, man, because these are the shit. I'm going to take one for my daughter. Hitting a 10. <laughs> hitting a 10 plus out of 10 for this. This is sick. 
Tak man. Have that big one. You live here. <laughs> take that. Take that. Yeah, that one. Yeah, man. No, no, the other one on the other side. You'll see what I mean if you eat that one there. There's pieces in there. Shit. The caramel melts and it's like. I still. It's gooey, eh? It's nice. Mm. I like those uh, pieces, man. They're mean. Mm. So there's two types of chocolate in here. Oh, yeah? There's milk chocolate and caramel chocolate. Wow. Oh, okay. <coughs> it's just the right sweetness. Yeah, it's not too overboard, eh? You get this once, like, you know, the slices we sell at work, the caramel slice, far too fucking sweet. Oh, yeah, no, nah, yeah. It's like over, overboard sweet. They need to be smaller portions. Well, that's... Yep. Does, she, does, she, does she have an Instagram? Yeah, brownies by a brownie. Oh, okay. On Instagram. Oh, yeah. Not that I've already tagged or anything. Can you get for the last one, loves? No, no, you got it. You got it, let's. Um. <laughs> yeah, try it, let's. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> oh. There's pieces of they're mean, bro. I feel like um, Arnold on, um, what is it? Pump, was it pumping iron? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Pumping iron? <laughs> nah. When he's uh, busting Leo's uh, balls about his mum cooking spaghetti. Nah, spaghetti on the knees. Nah, not that one. Are <laughs> <laughs> you talking about that? I just feel like I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, man. It, it, yeah. I'm coming now. I'm coming in the gym. And a biscuit, is it? <laughs> man, it gives you that orgasm, like, you know. <laughs> Sensation in itself. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. Man, I gotta share the guy I follow on um, Facebook, man. He's smart. Yeah. <laughs> carry on, carry on, carry on. Shot nice. Thanks, brownies from brownies. Yep. That was awesome. Beautiful. Oh, that. Nice. That okay, next segment. What are we watching on TV or at the movies? Oh, um. So, well, after I had lunch, I watched. I was watching that Whitney Houston movie. The, I don't know if it's the latest one out or the one that got the it's the British actor actor actress that acts as her and she sings like she sings in that. Oh, what's that on Netflix? No, um, I watched it on DVD actually. Because there's two movies eh, of her life. Eh, there's one that's her point of view and the other one is Bobby Brown's Brown. point of view. <laughs> oh, true. Here's a second man. <laughs> no, I, I watched the one. Hey, did, I didn't know you know um, Whitney Houston was lesbian. Eh. For reals, nah. yeah, she was no. So she was um. So her best friend, like um, was I think a chick named Robin. That was that was her real life partner for like ages until I think um there was a part in the movie when her dad said, um, hey, okay, you gotta you know you gotta go start seeing boys from the movie. Oh, this yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I watched that on the Whitney Houston movie, <laughs> part, parts of it, and I fell asleep. But, um, yeah, I'll probably go back and watch the rest of it. Oh, true. Yeah. What, what, are you, is, what do you watch? Um, I'm watching on TV, <coughs> on streaming, uh, I think it's Neon. I'm watching Banshee. That's, 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 oh, that's the that, Kiwi, do they? Yeah, that's ruthless, man. Mm. I think it's really, really old right now, but, yeah. They got they got four seasons on Neon, so I've been checking that out. But um, me and Capri went in and Joe went and watched um, the Spider Verse on. When was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. We went to go check that out on Friday. That's pretty fucking cool. 
So if you have you guys seen the Spider Man? Um, what's the latest Spider Man movie? The Tom Holland one where he's uh, home. Yeah. So they've taken elements from that, and they've just gone overboard with it on the Spider Verse. <laughs> it's like they really crammed it with heaps of. It's it's a good it's a good movie to watch if you if if you've seen the first one, the first um animated movie. Did you enjoy this one, really? So there's uh, another part coming up uh, after it as well. I think next year. Fuck, it's mean. Action mean. packed to the death. I had a bit of an old school um, sort of wanting to watch some movies I haven't seen in ages. So just two days ago, I watched The the Blind Side. Oh, mean. Uh, man, I, loved it. I remember loving that movie and I forgot all about it. Blind Side. Michael Orr. Yeah, but Sandra Bullock, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was somebody on the field, eh? (laughs) You know what's so funny? I say this week, I watched a bit of um, a docker on the blind side. Yeah. And you know how Sandra Bullock acts like the mum? The mum in real life, that's how she really acts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Like that. Like how Sandra Bullock acts. Mm. Yeah, so she probably took reference from that. It's a beautiful story, though, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It's a family. I remember that movie. Especially when um, the mum goes out to Michael because he's walking in the rain. Eh? Mm. Like, where are you going? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go some. To the laundromat or yeah. something, eh? And she's like, no, come in. Fuck, that's powerful, man. Like, just that scene, eh? Mm. Because you know how we always, we, we just banter, you know, you know, white people are racist and all that kind of stuff. But that's, but that's an example of, man, that's a true human being, eh? Yeah, human being. Yeah. Uh, yes. True human being, like, we're worried about the color of your skin, but man, I really liked how um, the family just accepted it. Eh? The yeah. husband was uh, backing her up hard. Yeah, yeah. The daughter. That's, that's a mean story. Yeah, mean story of what you can do to someone that has potential and just guide them to to be great days. Eh? You know, because it's it's funny how because man because <laughs> I watched it again because last time I saw it was when it first came out, right? Oh wow! And when I watched it again, I actually concentrated on the. Just the little things. Oh man. yeah, that's yeah. mean, man. It's a mean, it's a mean story, man. Yeah, you know, it just reminded me of the uh, you know. Don't forget people's hearts, man. These are real hearts out there. Yeah, you know? it's a it's a feel good story. Yeah. Feel good story. Hmm. Uh, what are you? What did you watch? I'm trying to find it, man. Barbie following this one. I think he's like Vietnamese. There's a guy. I think his name's Michael. And he, and he always asks his dad questions, but the dad can't speak English. Like his English is real breaking. We've been watching a shitload of his stuff here, like his, like when I just feel like I laugh, I just go browse his 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 like his reels. Like he might um, I think a couple like he's gone through the drive through with his dad, and the, the dad's driving, and he goes, "Oh, do you want anything?" And he's like, oh, "Can you give me this?" And he's actually I have another one. Like he go, "Oh, can?" Like he's trying to ask for like a, um, like a a chocolate latte. And then he goes, oh, actually, I'll have two donuts. And he's, oh, can I add a Boston cream donut? And he's, actually, I'll have two. And he goes, can you make another one? Like, he, that's how he talks. Like, real <laughs> broken. <laughs> oh, I, I think I've say? seen that. I think I've seen dad, that. Bro, his swearing game is my lead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the last one I watched is Dunk Your Head in the Water. And he goes, um, what's my favorite color? And he goes, black. And he goes, it's not my favorite color. He goes, you have to put your head in. And he goes, why the fuck you put my head, man? <laughs> <laughs> but he always says that. Eh? Why the fucking this, man? I've been watching that and their brothers and sisters. It's on um, Disney. Are Disney they Filipinos? Plus. 
No, they're Vietnamese. This sounds like one of some of my regular customers, how you just said it. Oh, yeah, but how the you way put he the talks. If, the if in between the sentence. Yeah. Just how you said it. It just sounded like my regular customer. <laughs> Why you effed up? But yeah, he tries to do like, um, well, there's some stuff like reminds me of my dad. Like, he goes, Oh, dad, I actually am hungry. He's like eating a burrito. He goes, Sure, man. He goes, Can I have a bite? And he goes, Yeah, you have. You take, have, have, have. And he takes <laughs> a bite and he goes, he goes, oh, what about you? You don't want it? And he goes, nah, I eat when I get home. I eat when I get home, you know? Yeah. And he's like, he tried to turn like something funny, and, you know, try to make fun of his dad, but his dad's like, no, no, you have it. You're hungry. And he says, oh, I'll just eat when I get home. <laughs> but they're brothers and sisters, man, on Disney+. Plus. That's gangster, man. Of all the things you can think that can happen in anyone's family, bro, this is like next level. Like, you got to watch it, bro. Brothers and sisters. Yeah. Season one, they had like... um. 23 episodes I'm up to season 2 Episode 9 But like If I just sum up Like what's happened From when the Last time I watched it The um The mum's got a um, So one of the daughter Katie she gets married So she marries A senator Running for president And The senator Has a gay brother Katie's got a gay brother But he's a Bamooks one Like He's in love with The senator's brother but he's dating his ex that he met at the sister's wedding sort of thing. All the drama is legit, legit family drama, man. Because, you know, like, um, say, for example, like, you weren't happy with um, someone. Like, say you said, man, Eric, man, he said he was going to come at 8 o'clock. He will find out from you. <laughs> but it will just be passing information. Like, they're just having a talk. It's, oh, because Kim's like, man, about Eric came late. <laughs> These guys capture it all on film, man. And they're so really. Oh, is it like, like real life? No, no, no. Oh, it's Just a, the way the acting is and, oh. and, and the context that they put up, man. Because, yeah, on season one, the father had a strange, like had a daughter, but only the son knew about it. But it's news to the whole family. So oh, when, the, when the news finally, so when the dad finally dies, he left him all this estate and he told them like, oh, you know, when eventually when you find this, you're going to figure it out. So... The daughter works in a corporation, son's a lawyer, uh, the, the younger son's in the military, and the other son, he's um, he works in the frame as well. But he got overlooked as the new chief of officer. But then the dad had the plans for him to go open up another um, business. So that's what he's done. But while he's doing this business, he has an affair with his... his um, oh, so he had, twin, he had twin babies and then they both died. The wife sort of like said, oh, one of them is going to die. Who do we save? And he got put in one of those situations. This is while he's just getting over the fact that the dad died and left the sister in charge of the business that he's been working in. Like thinking he was going to inherit that position. But then the dad's mistress comes out and says, now your dad wanted something else for you. He wanted you to go open up a vineyard and he wanted you to go make, to make wine. All this when it's happening, his his um, wife gives breath, like it was a rush breath. One of the kids died. The wife blames him. And then he she goes, nah, don't talk to me. She moves back with the parents. And then he's in this frame of mind like, fuck, my dad didn't believe in me. <laughs> my wife's just taken off of our only surviving kid. They had to bury the, the other son. And all this drama's going on for his sister because her husband's married a senator. Bro, the way the mum is, like, the mum's, like, if she says stuff to you, it's just going to trigger you. But he ends up having an affair, man. It's crazy, eh? Like, how this affair just, 
you know because you know it's just like how we all bent like how we all talk it's like oh you know we're talking we're talking about but they're doing it to each other but they don't know you know <laughs> and it's the way it comes out like say they're done at dinner they just start talking and they're like oh man it's a shame that dad didn't leave their business to avi hey and then you might go far nah that should be my business you know that should be my business and then eric passes across the table and if you keep your business in your pants sort of thing knowing that the sister you know is like the brothers the brother's having an affair on his um on his wife the thing that makes it even worse is that the chick that he was having the affair with ends up hooking up with the younger brother he comes back from the military who's what the <laughs> fuck? This is in like three episodes, man. Oh, All yeah, in three episodes. So I'm like, fuck. Talk about American drama, man. Yeah, but this that's shit's so old. It's like, I remember it like came out in like 2006. Well, <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those dramas, man. Like if you, if you think about like families, like dysfunctional families, bro, this is a good watch. But if you think about like how families should be, that's a fucking prime example of how family should be, man. Fucking finny. Hardship and whatever. Put your bullshit aside. That's how you're supposed to be, man. There for each other. Because the day that the um I think one of the brothers goes through something real bad, their brother's off having an affair. He didn't pick up the phone. But it's not until the mom's brother picks up the phone and rings him. Where are you? He knows what he's doing because he works with the brother, the son. He's oh, I'm busy. So he rings the assistant's phone. She answers. He's oh, he's actually out. Then he rings his phone because he knows they're lying next to each other. Then he says, put him on the phone. <laughs> Snap. Oh, it's like, bro, everyone knows your shit in the family. But, bro, that's like, to me, it's like, man, if they were all Samoans, it'd be even better. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'll be watching. Red brothers and sisters, man. Give it a watch, bro. Give it a watch, bro. But I can't go sleep, man. That's why I haven't been sleepy, bro. I'm watching that shit. Like, I'm watching the first one. I watch it at 11 o'clock. No, he's like, text me. What time are you coming bed? So it's now four o'clock. I've watched four <laughs> episodes. That's, yeah, I've Fuck been watching. Me, I've been watching most of my TV shows on my uh, on my phone. Like yeah. If I if I can't get home, then I'll just watch it where, wherever I'm at. Catch an episode or two. <laughs> well, you know, we're gonna do our um, recording of um, uh, Total Recall. Oh <clears throat> man! And I watched Total Recall oh, again. Man. I watched Total Recall yeah. again a couple That's of days rude. ago. Is it Rudolph's Total Recall? Is that with Arnold Ray? Yeah, yeah. that's Arnold. Man, when I watched it again, I just I, don't, I forgot how good it is. Yeah. 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 I forgot how good the movie is. Like, I never rated it at all before. Like, I always rated Commando, Predator, Terminator 2, Terminator 1 as the you know top shelf Arnold movies, you know. But then I've I never put Total Recall up in there. Yeah. Up. After watching it, I thought, man, it should be up there. Who's in that? Is it Jamie Lee Curtis in that one? No, no, no. it's Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Yeah, that's where she. That's where she started too, eh? Because oh, she had movies before after. that, but the, I think that's the one that um, really put her up there. Yeah, put her up there. Do you remember the Running Man? Yeah, Running oh, Man. man. I don't. I vaguely remember. I want to watch it again. Arnold goes into that game, the yeah. game yeah. thing, and with, he gets with, shot out in that shoot with Buzzsaw and all yeah. those other. They're like wrestlers, eh? Yeah. 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 It's like a TV show. Mm. Yes, they're trying to escape it. Yeah. But yeah, Total Recall. But Total Recall, this is good, man. Yeah. I, I forgot how good it was. And watching it again, like, brought back all these memories. And man, no, no, this should be up there with Commando. No, those yeah. Does it have a good, does it have a music soundtrack? Mm, uh, not really. No, not really. Not really. See, that's it's a sci-fi. prime example of, like, not having to use music to make a film good, Because eh? you just 
watched it because mm. I knew he's in it, but then, yeah, but the screenwriter's back in those times, eh? Like, this, there is one score though where he sees the um, the athlete lady in the bar and he's and she's coming over to him, and there's a song playing in the background. I always crack up with that song because mm. <laughs> he's like looking at her like Clint Eastwood, he's like <laughs> staring at her hard out. So I watched that and I watched Hypnotic. Man, oh, I think, man. That was the, that the new um, Ben Affleck movie that's out in the movies. Bro. That is the worst movie I've seen, man. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, man. I've, never heard, I've never heard of it. I finally, I finally watched Yeah, though. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite watch, too? Good watch, man. You know what was good about that movie? Um, Matt Damon's speech to Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. yeah he yeah. saved the meeting there <laughs> with that speech. When they were watching it, eh? Yeah. And then he pulls the screen up. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty good speech. But I think what's cool about how it shows that is that when he rings his mate, the um, middleman sort of guy, and he tells him, bro, use your front runners from the get go. Like, no one was going to throw that much money at a rookie. Eh? And he was like, fuck. But in the end, they got him, eh? I was like, fuck, he is a good film, man. Especially for some, something about a person who's not even in the bloody film. Damn. That's, yeah. I thought that was a good decision because you had to take the focus away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about yeah. the guys that put that that deal, mm. that put that deal together. So that was that was awesome. Mm. So they also all created around the Jordans. Shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because no um other shoe company had done a custom shoe to the player. They had yeah. just done like courtiers and like all the um, soft shell shoes. So yeah, we Magic Johnson and that we were wearing all of them were wearing. It. But no one had a particular shoe to the player. That was the first of its kind around the world in any shoe. Yeah, it was. The rest is history, yeah. But I mean, the mom to even put the deal together, like the 10% of every sale, individual sale. Fucking passive income for years, man. Generations. Damn, that's me. All right, boys, I got a um, uh, sick can of the week. I don't know if it's a sick can or a fear buckle. But anyway, this is a woman in um, Chicago, African-American woman, who had a um, a gender reveal party uh, with her family and friends in that in her house. And it was like an outdoor outdoor party setting. They had the barbecue in the yard and had tables and they had um, like blue decorations, um, pink decorations, and just, you know, just all the picnic stuff. Oh, and there was, there was a lot of people there. And um, finally came to the general review reveal, and it was revealed to be a girl. And then um, the the mother went all crazy and started <laughs> to destroy her own party. Like she ripped <laughs> she ripped the balloons off. She ripped the um, decorations off. She um, she tipped over tables, and she just destroyed everything and walked off. To the bewilderment and and you know, sh- shock. <laughs> <even> was shocked. <laughs> like what the hell, you know? So obviously she didn't want to have a girl. Yeah. <laughs> but but my question is, fuck, who does this sort of thing? Oh my god, who does this? Who does this? For you, might have triggered me those. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Someone should have smacked her. But then you know it's like fifty fifty, right? Yeah. So what? You, you fought all this time. You're gonna have a boy. If you wanted a boy, like obviously she wanted a boy, you know. And she got mad when it wasn't a boy. I mean, so, she's gonna adopt one. So 
what she had it in her head that she was actually going to do this if it was a girl. You know? Did, did they, like, wouldn't she have known already? Nah, if you get an ultrasound and say you don't know, they won't tell you. Yeah. Oh, but then someone else can go and... They put the answer in an envelope and they give it to you and it's up to you to open the envelope or not. So they, she probably gave oh. the envelope to a friend and say, do oh, the yeah, general yeah, yeah. reveal yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jeez. Man. Fuck. That's dirty. That's, yeah, that's pretty overboard. Yeah, so when, when I read that, by that story I was thinking about about my situation, what would I... I would definitely not do that. But, you know, it's a natural thing for her to have a... If you're going to have your first kid, it's a natural thing to have a... A preference, right? I think the natural thing is is dads want to have boys. And I don't know about women, but I, I know if a lot of guys want to have boys. Because I think when it comes to boys with, with guys, they want, you know, someone they can, like, relate to, understand, and grow up in, and know, play sport and all that kind of stuff. Like, man-to-man kind of stuff. But but really, I think it's, it's more the... Um, the girls that are more with the dad, you know. You know what I mean? Like you, you guys have 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 daughters. That father daughter relationship is something, something I think that as a father myself, like if you think before you're a father, like you you would think that it's not a thing. And then, but until it happens, and then you're like, oh, that. And you grow up with if you grow up with sons and daughters, I think with with men they're more. The the daughter father relationship is is different. It's different, and it's more the opposite with with the son and the and the mum. the The same relationship we have with your daughter is the same relationship the son has with the mother. It's different, I think. Any truth to that, guys? Nah, man. I always wanted girls. My my mum's like, she's like one of like nine girls. When I see all the girls. And my mom's family doing stuff like cooking, oh, the planning, that. talking. Yeah. Man, they run, they run the ship. The guys are just kaipo, <laughs> sit back and drink, <laughs> talk shit, and then get outside with the aunties. And then the aunties like, take your dad home. Fuck, you had too much to drink. <laughs> but when I saw that, but mind you, and even my dad too, he's like, on both sides of his family, fuck, he's got like six sisters and like nine on the other side. So that's all I saw was this woman around. But I feel like as a as a guy being raised around seeing all of that just made me that much more focused and stronger to prove like, man, we are just as good, you know, just as good. We can hold our own. But yeah, I just grew up seeing it. And I, what I loved about it is that I want to always, always wanted girls like if, you know, God's blessed our family with grandkids and stuff like that. But the girls are always going to be around your house. They ain't going to be hanging around the father's house. Like that's the way I've seen it. So now nah, yeah, and plus my boy special. So I thought I barely him like more than I do my girls, which is like you know. But then my daughters do say stuff like, "Oh, imagine if Kyle was an autistic, you know." Like, nah, I don't want to imagine because I wouldn't change it for the world, you know. But I fear if I had another baby, I'd be yeah. If I had another baby from now, yeah, be I'd be this. Please be a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Please be a boy, and then yeah. He, well, I would move to Australia and heavily play for Queensland. Have you have it? Because you got boys and girls. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. I wanted, I, or I think I, I wanted a boy. I guess. 
Yeah, because you got your name to cut out the Jalen Ritz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's all. Oh, that's, yeah. I just, so, like, what I was doing at the time, I could pass on to him or them, you know. Yeah, but now, back to the gender reveal. That's overboard, like. But are you for it? Gender review? I think it's some old school, eh? Like, nah, man, like, my mum drilled into me. Nah, man, we for baby to be. Four four months and your muscles stop like knowing that your baby's breathing healthy. Yeah, like, gender reveal was never a thing. Man. Yeah, yeah like, hard. I, oh. my I didn't even know be healthy. I didn't even throw a party for ten fingers toes and that you know, and just be able to see like you know. I think it's an excuse to have a party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have a baby shower. Well, I, I, I think that's a jinx, man. Like I always yeah. felt that. Like yeah, I was raised like that. My mom was superstitious as fuck, man. Like think drinks up. Yeah, it's stupid doing this kind of. I remember, I remember, like um, with my kids, mom. I know that years ago, my oldest, my first, my firstborn, they, her family, or and and some friends organized the baby shower for her. But uh, I just remember because I wanted to go to have a feed, and they're like, "No, nah, you can't come. It's only for the, the girl. It's only for girls." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." But, I wanted to but that was probably feet. like the the thing, eh? Like when the guys started showing up to um, baby showers and that, that was more of the oh, why can't they do this? Because like as a dad, young dad, always heard of like oh, did, did you wait the baby's head like getting on the puss the week of or the day of your son's or hmm. daughter's birth? But that was a thing to me. It was never like gender reveal or yeah you know, that stuff. Yeah, cigars in the drink. Yeah, yeah. I had one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all that gender reveal stuff is all new, eh? Yeah. And and it's funny because I, I watch it on TikTok and that. Just what they, the effort they go for towards, you know. But yeah, that is, a, I think that's a fucking fair part, man. Yeah. Going young at the party. Oh, yeah, she threw a tantrum, me. She threw a tantrum. It's only for like male gangs, man. <laughs> she threw a, a tantrum and she started popping the balloons and everything. <laughs> it's, a, oh, it's still pink. <laughs> like it was gonna change anything. Mm. What about the husband? Was was there a husband? Oh, no, I didn't see any husband in the video. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, Mold, slapper, the man. kids see the kids' tables and shit. You know, no. oh. Oh, it's probably gonna be even sadder when people remember that they're gonna remember like when the baby comes on yeah. man we don't mind she was like oh, kids what she was not kids happy when he was gonna be a fucking new okay, you look on YouTube and there's heaps of copies of that video yeah. you know when the yeah. kid grows up eh, and then yeah. what hey, then what yeah, yeah. Mom. Ah, just what your mom did man. mom were you mad fuck <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can change were it to a boy or were you being WWE <laughs> like, it's just like fuck yeah fuck how you explain that to your kids, man? That's gonna be worse for the kid eh, when she gets older. She's gonna go, oh, I I can change it to a boy if you want. This is gonna use it against your mummy. Mm. <laughs> okay, it's uh, local hero time. Oh man, yeah, man. So because I've been on annual leave and you know just you know finding myself watching old video clips and playlists that I made from 2018, mm. but I come across this um. Video club. Can you remember the name of the signals? Oceans Apart? Yeah, Oceans Apart. So Oceans Apart. So Daniel Leo was a former rugby player and um, played for the Manu Samoa and then he decided to up and go and move up to the UK. But he had um yeah, he had a casting hearing man, like 
The guy's name's Trevor Liotza. This guy was like bullet. Like, he was like the bullet. He was like a. To me, he's like the first version of the juggernaut. Hey, the guy oh, yeah, he could. He could do everything. Solid, right? the, pass, right? the step, the fin. Like you know, you hear of the tongue and Thor now. You know that Taniela, the pole guy. That was Trev back in his prime, man. And like you know, Trev decided and like he shares on this um Asians apart little docu, just as um, just as rise to the playing um professional rugby. And um, I don't know Trev personally. Um, I've just messaged him and stuff, but. Just him um, being vulnerable and opening up on camera. And, like, because he had that relationship with Dan, he managed to just explain a bit of his story and what happened in his life. So, for 10 years, he played professional um, rugby up in the UK, up at WAS, and he won a few um, championships while he was there. But then, you know, he lost a lot, you know. That was that time factor, being away from family. Like, he even talks about, like, how his mum had to get used to him, like, being around. Like, cause he eventually, his family moved to Australia. He moved across, but just the um, knowing someone so physical and strong, and just hearing these stories and watching tapes and films and films of Trevor folding guys, like he even said, like if you watch that segment of his tackle reel now, that's red card, red card <laughs> material, like, right, like nah. that's a uh, stand down for like six weeks or like that's your season. But he opens up about. No, this is his rise to being seen and how he dealt with all of that stuff when he was in the UK. And it was, it was fine at the time because he was like one of the first guys to move across. Like, I think Vainga was there. Then Vainga called these guys across, you know. These are another Castanians pulling up custom guys to go play professional rugby. But what I love about what Trev done, and that stuff, it's a thing that all males should do. Like, and let's get in touch with your feelings and just say how you feel, eh? Because he reflects and he says, like, you know, if he could change stuff or if he knew the stuff that he knew now and he, he wish he knew it then, he would have, you know, he would have been different and he would have got the education around how to spend money and stuff like that. So if you get the chance to watch it, man, but, you know, I when I started school in 98, you always hear about stories about the guys that were the fighters, the guys that were the, you know, the best rugby players. And when I stepped into casting, Trevor was the story man like you know when people touch on greatness and how you hold yourself he was the epitome like of bro be like Trev because he, he he never did stuff half ass it's always full full on just go watch his highlights from a man because bro when he got us 20 minutes then well he puts like four Tongan guys on the ground <laughs> just from his context that says a lot man because you know the Tongans back in that time were a tough team to play but you had to see Trev come off the bench and then lay his shoulders into those rib cages and Knock a few guys out, man. Make some trailblazer and local hero for me, man. So, Trev Liotta, man, you're our local hero, man. And love the way you open up your heart and just being vulnerable and showing Pacifica men that, you know, you can share your stories. Because, man, that reflects with me every time. It resonates with me all the time. I wish you all the best and hope you're doing well also. So, Trev. Shout out, Trev. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Trev growing up too. He's got blonde hair. He always started to say blonde. Solid guy. Worked at Pack and Save too. Yeah. On uh, the old Lincoln, the oh, old Pack and Save. Oh, yeah, yeah the other yeah, side. Yeah, man. Yeah, he was, man, yeah, like, yeah, he's the juggernaut, bro. Him and uh, this, I think, Tangi Funga. Tangi Funga, those boys. But they're older, yeah, older. But now, yeah, Trevor was solid, build, man. 
Because someone shared on Instagram the um the Kelston World Samoan first thing. Yeah. And very when I saw her made too. But that team's pretty bloody good, eh? On paper. That's a mean team, eh? Wow. Well, like, man. Yeah, like if I were to go through trickle through and all the guys that I heard of, you know, and then I'd seen on the film but, but <laughs> straight away. <laughs> you could not go past the you know, the first few numbers without saying something about Trevor. Yeah. 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 He, he, yeah. If you talk about casting greatness, bro, you couldn't go past number two. Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> so let's Shall boys. Right, that's us for another episode. But uh, before we go, man, you know what drill is? Some last words. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, just everyone. My last words are shout out to everyone that came out and supported um, on the day of the throwdown. Uh, really uh, appreciate it. Um, to the miss, uh, to to um, all the uh, the guys that supported me at work this week on Graves. Thanks, uh, appreciate it because I was on my own on Friday night. Um, well, yeah, Sick. but I held, I held it. I held it together. I held the fort up. Um, and yeah, just if you're going through, I think you said something on um on our chat games about you know one of the sources uh sister something about the journey. I mean, like if you uh, or what I got from it is um if you're going through like if you got uh you know. Just make, make uh, what I got from it is just make every day count. Yeah, that's all I got from it. Um, yeah, uh, I think this week is. I mean, next next week is probably the beginning part of trying to pack up the house and it get ready for for my trip tomorrow and also well the renovations that's gonna happen at the house finally. So with. Yeah, so we're going to have to try and work something out to, but this afterward when I come back. So we have to try to see if we can get all our stuff in storage and then go tomorrow and then come back and then get accommodation and get all of that sorted. So we're trying to take care of it now. So this week onwards we'll be doing all of that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot to do a shout-out for my cousin Lenny. Just had her birthday a couple of days ago. So hopefully she's not too drunk or still drunk. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but I, I hope hopefully everyone that listens to us will see them next time. So he's oh man, shut up! I'm just touching on what Avi was um, mentioning about um, Cam Shane on our chat. Um, yeah, man, and this is um, this is from the Bible's point of view, man. Like, you know, grown men, how we become just too um, what's it called, too stubborn. And I, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like sometimes our partners. You know, a lot of men deal with a lot of pressure, like providing and trying to check in and putting their health first, and it's, and it's a big it's a big issue, man, and it's something that's been around forever. You know, something that starts off with like a cut on your finger and just not taking care of yourself. You know, we work so hard, we get caught up in the in this work game that we don't go and look after ourselves by getting our yearly checkups and stuff like that. But to do that, it needs to be normalized. Like we as a people and speak of men especially. Have the man up and just go get checked. Get your the get the the checks that you need. Be on top of your like you know your medication if you need it. If you're feeling like your body has changed, if your health has changed, man, you will see it, man. You will see, you will see. And and the best thing about doing stuff like that and going to get yourself checked out is the longevity of your life and being around for your family and your close friends, man. And that's all it is, man. It's just have the time to get get yourself checked out at your doctor. 
build that relationship with your doctor, man. Because if you know what, when it comes to the doctor, every time I'm going there, if I go in for the flu, he's talking about my weight. So you know the doctor's gonna tell you straight up, man. There's no one yeah. else gonna tell you uh, apart like from doctor. your close boys around and say, "Oh no, you don't need a free XL. You're a two XL." But you know you're struggling to put it on. But that's the reality, man. Like, let's go and have our checkups. Make sure we're taking care of ourselves, man. Because without us, man, there's no breadwinners in your home. You know. So I like to just yeah close off by saying, like, you know, to be around for your family, you have to actually go and be around. You can't. You can't. We can't just pretend that, like, okay, my foot's sore. And shake it off. You know? Sometimes you might, some people don't even wake up, man. So we've got to just value our lives a bit more. Yeah? And start investing in ourselves, man. I think you get to the point when you turn 40 and you might say, fuck, you know, you, you, you're not worried about what people think. Well, some people think, like, I hope my also still around when we turn 50. Think of it like that. So my closing words is, man, check it, man. Go get a haircut. Go talk to some honest people. Keep your circle smiling and Let's celebrate our little ones, man. Because you know, our old scams just dropped 200 episodes on the back of the one from five. And fuck, I'm gonna keep oh. it raining there, man. But until New South Wales put up a good game, <laughs> I'm gonna just say, Come on, step forward with Aili and Homer, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Health first, guys. Health is wealthy. You know what it is. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I just had a thought. We should do. We should all go to doctors and get a check. And then we'll come back and talk about it. I've, yeah, I've got a whole process. It's funny you should say that because I, I got an appointment uh, this week on Thursday. Because oh, the, yeah? bro, the bro, I asked him to go get an appointment for him. Oh, he's got to go get an appointment for himself, but I told him to get me one as well. So get some blood work done. I think that'd be an awesome idea. If we all go get checked yeah, and come back and just talk tell our stories, it. talk about it. Because we need to take an example for all these people that are scared to go or don't want to know. Or, oh, yeah, man. You're absolutely right. Let's like... We have to be there. We have to be here. Yeah. With the, with the prolonged this life as long yeah. as we can, man. The reason yeah. why I got that appointment was also dumps. Mm. I was like, shit. Yeah, man. Nah, shot, man. Shot for doing that, man. But yeah, that's something. Yeah, I, I reckon we should do it. You know, try and uh, encourage all, all the brothers out there to do the same, especially when you're our age. We're getting on, man. Yeah, we're, not, we're not 21 anymore. No jokes, bro. No jokes. Yeah, yeah. Even though so some of us still wearing the 2XL, but shit, yeah, let me get you off me, man. Your legs 2XL. Yeah, man. So some, you know, like myself, man, still wearing shorts. Like, hey, you're, the plane day's over, but you need so, to hold on to man, I passed 2XL back in intermediate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, starts, the change starts off yourselves, man, you know? Mm. Hard. Hard up. So boys, my last words, just uh, yeah, thank you for all the listeners and all the followers for for um, you know listening to all of our podcasts on the West West Network. Um, more to come next week. I think, yep, the um, 200th episode of Back on 135 will be out in uh, the next couple of days. Actually got 201 already recorded, um, so that's going to come out after that. Um, Every Fire Playlist is going to do an episode this week on Tina Turner. And who else? Hopefully the one v five footy show comes back at the, near the end of this week. Talk about round fourteen, I think it is in in a row. And else is coming? Empty out the clip next week. So thanks everybody. Happy Samoan Language Week. Yep. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs>